You are listening to Classical Matters, where we venture to explore all things pertaining to classical education, with a special focus on the whys, the what's, and the how-tos of classical education for the homeschool mama. Can you believe that Julie Andrews was more than right to sing that the hills are alive with music? I'm Crystal Joy Campbell, your host. Today, we're talking about music as the quadrivium sees it. We're pushing the boundaries of our understanding and venturing into the deep. I don't want to give it away, but it's not just about those beautiful sounds you hear. So stick around. We are getting into some deep water. Often, even I find myself drowning in the unknown and vastness of the quadrivium. I often think that this is why many of the classical educators I know and listen to often gloss over this aspect of the liberal arts or avoid it altogether. We can stay on the surface in shallow water and just dip our hands into the subjects of math, geometry, music, and astronomy. But as classical educators, this is not our call, is it? I know, I know, even just taking them on as subjects is deep water for some of us, so foreign and unknown. I'm right along with you there, mamas. So what I propose we do is gain a rudimentary understanding of the four arts as the quadrivium sees them, and then later come back to it for a deeper dive. In episode 32, I touched on mathematics and how it really needs to be partnered with wonder. And mastery needs to be sought after as well. Today, we are going to take a look at music. I mentioned before that I once was told that music, or more rightly called harmony, was the language of number and pattern in motion. When I was first being introduced to the quadrivium as more than just subjects, this gave me a very basic hook to hang my hat on. It was simple and I could unpack it. I contemplated it and started paying attention to it in the world around me. And... As always, it presented itself in ways that left me in wonderment and awe. It was helpful for me to shift my language from using music to using harmony. It broadened and opened my perspective of what this quadrivium art really was. It wasn't limited to just what I heard. Music is often associated with patterns, rhythms, and harmonies that are joined by instruments, voices, and such, something we hear or make. But understanding that music, as it sits in the quadrivium, is much more about the proportional relationships of quantities. The quadrivium is rooted in mathematics, so it's not such a big leap to comprehend that music, or harmony, is more than just what we hear. Stratford Caldecott says that, Music was the expression of numerical harmonies in time. It is more about seeing, knowing, understanding, and gaining wisdom and wonder from the proportional relationships we see in the world around us, in society, in the human person. And when we recognize harmony in the world, our society, in the human person, we can literally say that they are alive with music. And this is where Julie Andrews was leading us with her song. We can even sing that song if it helps us remember the deeper and more true meaning of music. 
We want to keep at the forefront of our thoughts the idea that harmony is about the proportional relationship of quantities in ourselves, our communities, in the natural world, right now as we move through time. And can you believe that we are just scratching the surface? This is so amazing and bursting with awe. This is why contemplation for the classical homeschool mama is so important. If we are to be the curriculum which is being taught, we need to embody it. And contemplation is a considerable help with that. Yes, knowledge and skill are important parts too. But let's be honest, mamas, this is not so much where we struggle. We are doing beings. We generally have no problem taking up the task at hand, learning how to do it and implementing it in our schedules and routines. But what we do struggle with is being still, considering and pondering, allowing the movement of wonder to take the lead and pull back the veil for us. And now this is what I hear, but, but, but how do I do music in my classical program? Yes, fill your homes, your lives with that audible music of voices, choirs, orchestras, and instruments, but also seek to notice that proportional relationship of quantities all around you and lead your children to notice it, consider it, and ponder it. Play in this playground and commit to contemplation so you can live a life steeped in classical education and be transformed by this gift. It is from that source that your children will receive a truly classical education. So, your contemplation consideration for this week is, if music, or more rightly called harmony, is more about the proportional relationship of quantities in time, Where have I experienced that? Or where do I recognize it in myself, in my children, in our family, in our community, and in the natural world? I hope these short episodes of Classical Matters give you a springboard for the rest of your week to think, explore, contemplate, ponder and discuss classical education. I would love to hear from you because real transformation happens through dialogue, conversation and community. Leave me a comment by following me on Facebook or reach out to me through my website. Both are linked in the show notes. Please share this with a friend and follow the Classical Matters podcast and join the great conversation of classical education. Don't forget to tune in next week as we continue to go deep into the quadrivium. Blessings for your week.